Hello, everyone, and welcome to Meow Mix, the Carolina Panthers podcast. My name is Steve. My name is Jerry. And we are here to recap the final preseason game the Panthers played last night against the Buffalo Bills. The Panthers won that game 21-0. to uh, yeah, The score is a little, uh, you know, not quite representative of how the game went, but Panthers won. It was a shutout. We'll take it. Um, uh, just right off the top, we know there were several injuries. Uh, Sam Darnold, uh, Derek Brown, uh, Giovanni Ricci, and Zane Gonzalez, maybe most importantly. We'll talk about those here in a few minutes, but we wanted to talk about the positive things from this game in particular first, because there were a lot of positive things that happened, and mm-hmm. I'll just kind of kick it right off with Baker Mayfield looked very sharp. Yeah. Uh, had a couple of touchdown passes, made good decisions, went through his reads. Um, he had some time, which is another positive thing we'll talk about here in a minute. But uh, I was really impressed with Baker. I think he's finally, you know, getting a good grasp on this offense. And uh, honestly, just made me pretty excited for week one. Absolutely. Like like you said, he made his reads. He, he threw accurate passes, even in tight mm-hmm. coverages. Um, a few drops by, well, mostly the running Chuba. backs. But, you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> by Chuba. And Rashard Higgins also kind of messed one up. But... For the most part, great job. I mean, he looked great out there for what he was doing. I mean, that's something... I While watching this game, I was like, wow. Compared to Sam Darnold last year, he looks so much more in command. Just, mm-hmm. I know where I'm going to throw it. Boom, boom, boom. You know, he did say in his press conference that he, ha- he felt like he had a little bit of happy feet. But, mm-hmm. I... Yeah, I could kind of see it, but at the same time, he made the right plays. I, I don't know what else you could say. Yeah, I mean, um, I think what he was referencing was his protection was good, but there was a, a few times that he sort of created his own pressure uh, by mm-hmm. you know maybe feeling something that wasn't there or kind of moving towards pressure that he, he probably shouldn't have. But overall, I thought he did a really good job. And I thought when plays broke down and when he had to scramble – you know, that's kind of where he shines, right? Is making something out of nothing, yeah. turning a broken play into a positive. Um, we saw that a couple of times last night. Um, I thought the first team offense as a whole looked really good. Um, and I know, you know, something that you and I both really, really wanted to see was that offensive line giving him some time. And I think we definitely saw that. Oh, absolutely. They gave him a lot of time uh between our starters i think only he had one i'm looking at pff right now he had one hurry from the offensive starting offensive line that was given up by taylor moton he wasn't mm. hit he wasn't hit he wasn't sacked so i mean one hurry I, i'll take it so what you're saying is taylor moton overrated <laughs> no i'm saying that <laughs> you know yesterday or yeah, the game, they they played well. Um, they did. Yeah. The pass blocking per PFF, uh, Icky got the highest grade, followed mm-hmm. by Brady Christensen, Sam Tecklenburg, but he wasn't on the starters. Right. Uh, well, Pat Elfline gave up two hurries. My fault. I forgot he started, and he was way at the bottom of the PFF grades. Not surprising, as he not always. a surprise. 
Not a surprise. <laughs> Would honestly rather see Sam Tecklenburg start over Pat Elfline. To be honest, oh I'm my god, honest. get out of my head. Yeah, if I'm I was thinking honest. the same thing. <laughs> uh, Icky though, a big improvement from uh, last week uh, in pass Absolutely. protection, particularly. And they should they highlighted a couple of his um, his reps, and they looked really good. Now, take this with a you know with the oh, yeah. knowledge that we're going up against the second team defense for buffalo um but they're nfl players and he stopped them and you know that's uh, a that's good (laughs) and buffalo has great scheme and great coaching Mm -hmm. uh so i loved it i loved it i i understand it is against second team but i feel better this way than the other way of you know Mm -hmm. them giving up a lot of pressure and stuff to a second team yeah and he and i mean good for his confidence to play well Mm -hmm building blocks you know this is what he's gonna have hiccups but this was a really good game for him so very happy about that um i guess another standout would be shy smith oh yeah shy smith he's balling he's been balling in this preseason he's he's looked great there's nothing i can really say negatively about his play on the field in -hmm. the preseason yeah, he he uh, he looked really good. He caught the touchdown last night. Um, I think he had three catches total, I believe. Um, I'm not looking at the stats right now, but I think that's the case. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean he. Yeah, it's three for thirty-two and one touchdown. Okay. And on that touchdown, I loved it because Baker. That's when he was getting that happy feet. But Shy Smith found the soft spot of the zone. He flashed his numbers to him, and Baker hit him in right on him. I Touchdown. mean that Baker had so much time on that play. Like yeah. I watched that play two or three times. I that pocket was wide open. Um, I haven't seen a pocket that wide open since my wife gave birth. I'll be honest with you. Uh, it was pretty amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, sorry. I thought about that last night when I watched it, and I wanted to say that. Okay. Um, <laughs> Uh, let's move over to the defense. Some positive things there as well. I mean, um, do you Derek want to start with, with... Okay, let's start with Derek Brown. Uh, he looked like Aaron Donald out there. He was freaking awesome. Yes. Him and Ioannidis looked so great mm-hmm. as a tandem. They were up there. Ioannidis got that tip that Jeremy Chin intercepted. I mm-hmm. Again, another great play. Bravion Roy, He another good game by him. Uh Still talking about the starters, though. I mean, I, I didn't even really see Brian Burns last night, and that's a good thing because they still were so dominant. Yeah, I don't know how many, uh, how long Brian Burns was out there. I'm going to assume he wasn't out there too many snaps. Uh, I see seven pass rushing um, snaps overall. I am looking up right now. Who's up there? That or I just can't find him. Well, I know DJ Moore was only out there for like two or three snaps, so I would imagine Burns, being the you know the star of the defense, probably wasn't out there for as many as someone like you know Icky or uh, even Derek Brown. Oh, D- Derek Brown was only out there for ten snaps because he ended up getting a little bit injured. Yeah, uh, we could talk about him real quick. You know, he he uh, I guess tweaked an oblique. Uh, the sideline reporter said that it. Didn't seem like that big of a deal. It was mainly just because it's only preseason that they pulled him out, but uh, hopefully it's not that big of a deal. Brian um, Burns Frankie... was on for 10, 10 snaps. Okay. Sorry. Okay. 
I couldn't okay, find him because I was sense. looking at the offensive snap count, and I was really. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he didn't. Uh, that's one of the things I was thinking as well. He didn't really flash last night, but again, only out there for ten snaps. Just a little bit of a tune-up for him. Yeah, perfectly fine. Uh, who did flash though, Jerry? Uh, our boy Frankie Louvu. Just uh, wow. dominant, <laughs> honestly. Like uh, he looked like he belonged out there. Frankie Louvu, man, what a story! I we're gonna hear so much about. He was out there a good bit, but we're going to hear about what a story he is. Mm. We went on a, what was it, the 32 podcast? Uh, 32 we did fans, a reference, yep. And we did a reference to the Panthers, and he was like, oh, that linebacking core is, you know, scary thin. They have mm-hmm. Frankie Louvu starting. He's a Jets fan. And he, we were trying to explain, dude, you missed him last year yeah. because he flashed. And then you texted me the greatest response ever. You know, the Jets organization isn't the greatest at talent observation. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, which uh, that's borne out. That's that's not. I don't think that's a hot take. Um, no. But yeah, I mean, uh, he looked really good. Thomas Davis said it was his first time on the mic. So, um, you know, good job there by, by Frankie Louvu. I thought he looked really good. Um, I thought J.C. Horn looked really good. I don't know what his PFF grade was, but I didn't see any passes completed against uh, coverage grade, uh, J.C. Horn had a 75. Uh, okay. S- second in the corners, uh, Dante yeah. had a 77. But that's okay. great. I, I yeah, don't even know. He wasn't even target. He had zero targets towards his yeah. way. So that means yeah. Which he did what, what he see. did last he year at the beginning. Yep. Locked him down. Uh, he did have a couple of decent run stops I saw. Um, or he was at least in on them. I don't know if he got credited with the tackles or not, but he was in on them. Um, so yeah, I, I was very encouraged by his play. You know, it's the first time he's been out there in a game situation since he got hurt last year. So really good to see him out there. Um, like you mentioned, uh, uh, Jackson, I thought looked really good in his time out there as well. Our corners, man. Oh <laughs> man, I'm so glad it's that we scary. have good corners because we are in a division with really good wideouts and uh, yeah, yeah. I mean. The Very one exciting. person, the um, one person, C.J. Henderson didn't who, look that good, but we'll we'll get into him in here in a second. Well, he, you know, he, there was a couple of passes completed on him that I thought he had pretty good coverage on. Uh, the one going kind of out of bounds on the sideline, like he was all in there. That guy just made a great. Catch. You're right. That that catch was just an astronomical play. Like yeah. Yeah, just a great catch because I mean CJ Henderson had his arm like his arm inside and the guy just grabbed it. So that was just a really good offensive play. Um but yeah, I mean, you know, if CJ Henderson's our third best corner, I'm not that doesn't bother me, you know. <laughs> like I'm okay with that. <laughs> Cuz uh, CJ Henderson's yeah. looked pretty good in camp, so I I think b- better things to come from him. Uh who else uh yep. kind of flashed at you on defense? Well, there's a couple. Tay Hayes had another good game. Graded out great yep. on PFF at a 75 right below J.C. Horn. And, of course, Brandon Smith dominated mm. again. Like, he kept flashing. Almost had an interception, too. Yeah. Wow, man. I, I'm yeah, really, good. <laughs> real, real, I'm really, really pleased with him and Frankie Louvu. And when Shaq gets back, we know what Shaq is. I feel like the linebacking quarter isn't as bad as I originally was worried. If that makes any sense. Well, they, 
No, I agree. I think, you know, over the preseason, um, they've certainly grown on me. And we'll see when they get into real game situations against first-team offenses. And, you know, I would expect uh, maybe some growing pains. But, again, we haven't seen Shaq out there with this group. And Shaq's the best linebacker of all of them. So that's going to certainly improve the overall core. Um, I think it's kind of good that he hasn't been out there because Frankie and Brandon Smith and these other guys have had to step up and kind of take on more of the leadership role out there and more of the, you know, diagnosing the plays, things like that. So I I think that's been a positive, honestly. Um, but yeah, I would agree with you. I think the linebacking core, not nearly as scary as we first thought in terms yeah. of, yeah. De- you know, dearth of talent. Now, do we want to go ahead and get into the negatives, or do you have any last positives you want to talk about? Um, you know, I thought, um, I thought honestly, just kind of in general, this was a fun game to watch. I thought the Panthers did really well. Um, but, you know, in terms of negatives, I mean, let's just go in and start out right away with the, um, the injuries, you know, being the biggest negatives. Um, I would say probably the most uh impactful one would be zane gonzalez tweaking a groin oh, yeah. uh kicking on the sideline you know and he went down immediately and and you could just tell like he was yeah, in a lot yeah. of pain so uh no real word yet as of you know three thirty on saturday if that's gonna linger or you know go into the season or you know if he's gonna be placed on any sort of list but Groin is never good, especially for a kicker who needs that range of motion. So, hoping it's not as bad as it looks. Yeah, hoping, and that's all we can do at this point. Otherwise, they'll probably have to bring in somebody and figure out what they're going to do with Zane because I doubt they'll keep two kickers. Um, geez, it, it, well, they got to keep Zane because, I mean, they signed him to that big deal. So, they're going to keep him. Well, I meant more keep put him on IR for the six games yeah. and then bring him back. Right. That's more what I was thinking, if need be. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 sure. So, now, another big injury. Uh, Sam Darnold, I believe they called mm-hmm. it a high ankle sprain now, and he's out. Yeah. Prematurely, they're calling four to six weeks. And that's yeah. going to really affect the roster the way it shapes out because – with him being out four to six weeks, I think that automatically you have to keep P.J. Walker now. Well, I think they will keep P.J. Walker. I don't think they have to. I think they could sign you know, one of these other veterans that ends up getting cut. Um, but it probably makes sense to keep P.J. Walker since he knows the system and he's been here. He knows the guys. Um, and if it's not a season-long thing for Sam, which it doesn't sound like, then I think it makes sense to keep P.J. for you know, a month. Then Sam comes back. You can wave him, slide him back in the practice squad. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. I would expect that to be the case, but yeah, they said uh, four to six weeks is, is what Ian Rappaport reported today. Um, so not as bad as it, as it kind of looked, it almost looked like he broke his ankle, but, um, seems like it's just sprained. So, uh, not terrible. Um, Giovanni Ricci also had a groin, uh, during the game, which really sucks because he's been kind of one of the nice surprises of camp and, and preseason as well. So hoping, again, that he comes back quickly. And then I mentioned Derek Brown with the uh, oblique. Doesn't seem like it's that big of a deal, but, you know, certainly worth watching. 
Um, what other kind of, you know, I don't want to say negatives, but things that you saw that could be improved on during the game? Uh, once our first string defensive line went out, they, they only played like two or three drives. I think it was after that interception, Derek Brown, Ionitis, Burns, they were all gone. And that's when mm-hmm. Buffalo's second string started moving the ball by running it down their throats. So yeah. that causes me to worry because that was our weakness the past couple years. Teams would just figure out, hey, we can run it down their throats, and that's what they would do. Now, again, the starters aren't playing at this time and played really well, but defensive tackles, the defensive ends do rotate in and out. It's not They don't play all the time. So that makes me a little worried. And Davion Nixon, for how much this coaching staff talks him up, hasn't really shown anything to me. Bravion Roy, who yeah. I was shocked made the roster two, three years ago, is now looking like a better player. Like, bar none. He, he's yeah. our third highest run defensive graded player I, I don't last think... night uh, with a 87. So I think you have to keep Bravion Roy. He may have to jump up in the depth chart to really help with the run. Not, not passing the starters, passing the backups. <laughs> right like to be a, to to be a backup he needs, he needs work um i mean to be fair on the on the rushing side the buffalo only averaged 3.2 yards per rush okay um so they they didn't have a great rushing game um no. overall the panthers defense did a really great job but i agree with you i saw um, that Blackshear kid, especially, he he seemed like every time he touched the ball, he was making guys miss and getting three or four yards further down the field than he probably should have. Um, James Cook yeah. with the first the you know first team um, that Buffalo was playing out there, he didn't really do much. Um, Duke Johnson he didn't had do much. One, he only had three carries, uh, yeah. not one nine yard run, and then two for four. So. Which I think that was like right up the middle too. That nine yard run. Mm-hmm. Um, right it was. The, in fact, they was, they said he ran right at Derek Brown. Um, so yeah, uh, I would agree. I think um, certainly what we saw last year would give me a little bit of hesitation. Uh, you know, with the run defense that we've seen so far in this preseason. So hoping that when the first team's out there, the entire game it looks a lot better. Um, I would say one of my negatives, you know, we've been talking about him a lot in this preseason, Terrace Marshall. Uh, He played the most snaps of anyone on the offense, and he had one target, zero catches. I sent you a a video earlier today just showing one of his routes, and he didn't get off the line well. He was, you know, shadowed very closely by the DB. His break looks slow. He just looks slow in general. So I don't know if he's still hampered by this injury that's kind of been keeping him out of practices here and there. But something's got to happen with him because he he does not look good. Yeah, that cornerback was Elam, who's a highly touted rookie. So that doesn't shock me that they had him on there. But yeah, I agree. Terrace Marshall... 43 snaps, not one reception, one target. If he wasn't last year's second-round pick with high ceiling availability, you know, honestly, 
I would not be shocked if he got cut. But with that said, with the second round pick last year, you know, big, strong, fast, you know, measurables, mm-hmm. he's going to make the team, but he's he's got to do something because right now he is really down that depth chart. Yeah, I would agree. I think the only way, the only reason he's making this team is because of where he was picked last year. And they don't want to give up yeah. on a second rounder quite yet. Because he hasn't shown yeah. anything uh, outside of last preseason. He hasn't shown anything that would make me think that he should be on this team, honestly. Uh, so I hope that he can figure out whatever it is that's causing him uh, not to perform. Um, I, you know, I don't, I don't know that there were too many other negatives, really, for me. I didn't think Darnold looked very good when he was out there. Uh, made some pretty bad throws. Uh, one, he almost had an interception, like his second or third throw, uh, went right through the defender's hands. Um, he did have a nice rushing touchdown, and he kind of stiff-armed Elam, who we just talked about. Uh, that was nice and fun to watch. Mm-hmm. But um, he did not look very good. Um, PJ moved the ball down the field decently. Um, so nothing really too negative to say about PJ. But... Um, our rushing game didn't look very good. We only averaged two yards per rush. That, Yeah, that was going to be my big negative. Our run, yeah. even with the first team, looked awful. Looked yeah. awful. Uh, Foreman and Hubbard. They're supposed to be spelling CMC so he doesn't have so many. They look awful. And that goes against mm-hmm. the run blocking, too. I mean, open up lanes for them, but I'm trying to find their run blocking I mean, everybody just played like crap. Like, yeah, Brady Christensen it, it had the good. highest grade of 82. And th- that's about it, man. It's it's really ugly on the PFF grades for run blocking. Right there, I don't know what to do if our first team offensive line cannot open up holes for them. I mean, yes, Christian McCaffrey can make guys miss and make more yardage. But you're going to eventually have to run the ball with these other guys, Deontay Foreman and Chuba Hubbard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there were there were a couple of runs that I thought, oh, CMC would have made a lot yeah. more out of that. Um, particularly one with, with Chuba where he, he just cut the wrong way. He kind of cut into the defense instead of going around the defense. I thought that CMC probably would have taken that another 20, 30 yards. Um so I think a lot of it is just, you know, maybe Chu was just not very good, honestly. Uh, I, I don't mm-hmm. know. Um, but that could be the case. Um, so, yeah, the run, run Carolina run game, it really hasn't looked good all, all preseason, honestly. Yeah, I was going to say the best running backs in the preseason have been Lovett and Stephen Brown. So yeah, Spencer Brown, yeah. Sp- yeah, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, I thought Lovett looked good. He ran strong. He finished out runs. Uh, he had some nice catches. Uh, you know, he had like 71 yards total. So I thought, you know, he was probably the best offensive player outside of, you know, Baker and Shy uh, really out there yeah, today. Yeah, me so. too. I think he's a very big, you know, potential for practice squad. And that's yeah. not a negative. That's... Where he wants to be. No. I mean, he wants to make the 53, but, you know, I think sure. 
strong candidate for that. Uh, that way we have a backup. Because like you said, Chuba just has not looked good. I kept nah. saying last year that they needed to feed him more, that with more carries he seemed to get better. But now with CMC back, I mean, he's not going to get those. And rightfully so, he's nah. not going to get them. Right. Yeah, he hasn't earned them, honestly. Um, all right. So uh, shout out to Johnny Hecker who came in and, and made a nice um, extra point. It's good to know that if he has to, he can, because that was not yeah. the case last year. <laughs> we did not really have anyone that could come in and do that. Um, also, just a really nice punting night for Hecker. Um, I thought every time he came out there, he made good things happen. So, And honestly, you know what? Shout out to Matt Barkley on Buffalo for his punting job. He had one that was really nice. It like got down to the that that one that line. bounced and rolled. Yeah, I mean it worked for him, so I'm gonna give him credit for yeah. it. He's not a punter, so um, so yeah, I thought no, the punters were. I, I, I you know me, I like to talk punters. So, <laughs> well, my thought was, I kind of wish with it being preseason, if we would have been just like, hey, let Johnny Hecker pump for you guys. We need our return men to get some. Oh. <laughs> Like just, that just let them. Interesting, <laughs> Johnny. Go out there, kick for them, and literally trot to the sideline. Don't get yourself out. <laughs> yeah, that, that would have been interesting. I, uh, I mean, it would have never happened, but it would have been interesting. I, I mean, <laughs> um, I, at least let our guys get some work in. Yeah, uh, I do want to give one more. Um, Kind of shout out, just because we haven't talked about this guy yet, but I thought Marquand McCall, the uh, defensive tackle, you know, fourth Oh, yeah. Kind of third, fourth string. Uh, I thought he looked really good. I mean, he was just manhandling whoever was uh, he, he was up against uh, in the third and fourth quarter. So, uh, shout out to him. He, he had a really nice job. Um, had a nice QB hit and, uh, and a sack as well. So, I thought he, he looked really good for her. Or three sacks for the Panthers in this game. So, all right. Uh, do you want to really quickly run through some stats? Uh, we won't. We won't have to hit them all, but just a few. Um, Baker yeah. was nine for 15, 89 yards, two touchdowns. Um, John Lovett led the team in rushing, fourteen for thirty-five. Also led the team in receiving, four for thirty-six. Uh, Shy, as we mentioned earlier, three for thirty-two in the touchdown. Uh, Daquan Foreman ha- or Dante Foreman, excuse me, had the other touchdown for the Panthers. Uh, one of his two catches. Uh, Tommy Trimble had uh, three catches kind of early, um, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, and I thought he did had a, a couple of nice runs after catch. So good to see that from our tight end. Um, anybody else on the offense you wanted to call out stats wise? Uh, no, I, I think you hit everybody that of important or that really made an impact. Um, I will say Rashard Higgins had that one target that was dropped. That was that mm-hmm. third down. That was on Rashard Higgins. That was a bad route by him. He drifted way too deep on that. It was a good play by the cornerback mm-hmm. too, by Buffalo, but he drifted. It should have been boom, boom. Instead, he just kind of, yeah. mm, and then that gave the yeah. cornerback a little bit of extra time to hit him. And it was a good throw by yep. Baker. Yeah, agreed. Uh, yeah, Baker's stats could have been a lot better in this game. He could have easily had over 100 yards. Um, mm-hmm. Defense real quick. Uh, Frankie Louvu with eight tackles led the team. Again, just a really, really good game for him. 
Uh, Xavier Woods had the second most tackles with five. Uh, again, they had we had three sacks. Uh, Ioannidis and Derek Brown combined for one. McCall had one, and Austin Larkin had one. Um, Chin had the interception. Uh, again, off a couple of deflections. A really nice job by him to, to keep the, his eye on the ball. Uh, Shai Smith and C.J. Saunders both returned punts. I thought Saunders looked really good. I think Saunders might be kind of the odd man out, though, uh, on this on this wide receiver uh, depth chart, unfortunately. I, like I, his I think story, they're going to need but, that roster. I think yeah. they're going to need more roster spots for other position with the injuries. And, yeah, I, I agree. I know we both had him on our 53-man roster, but those injuries are going to cause us to have to keep another quarterback to maybe yeah. look at other positions, too, that we may need to carry over. Yeah. Um, on Buffalo, just real quick, couple of highlights there. Um, Barkley was 9 for 13, 100 yards. Thought he played pretty well uh, between <laughs> punting and passing. I thought he had a nice game. Uh, Keenum was 8 for 13, did have the interception. Um, Blackshear led them in rushing, 13 rushes for 47 yards, and also had a couple of catches for 12 yards. Uh, and then Neil Pau, 4 for 46, uh, led the team in receiving. So um, Spectre with eight tackles led them in tackles. They had zero sacks. Again, just a really nice uh, game for the Panthers in terms of protection. Uh, did want to call out third down for Buffalo. Uh, they were three for 12 on third down. So yeah. nice job by the Panthers getting off the field on defense. Uh, Panthers nine for 17. So Panthers... Good job. I mean, this was kind of a dominant game uh, overall for the Panthers, uh, especially defensively. They just did a really good job. Yeah, they really did. The defense is going to be the strength of the team again, and, you know, mm-hmm. they look great. Um, there was something uh, I was going to bring up, but oh well, I can't remember it now while we were going over those. <laughs> now, real quick before we sign off, I did, since preseason's over, we did training camp stars. Who is your offensive and defensive preseason stars? Oh, gosh. Uh, defensive, I think we have to go Frankie Louvu, right? I, I don't think there's. I was going to go Brandon I mean, you Smith. You go Brandon Smith. Yeah, I figured you would. Uh, I think those guys can share the, the, the mantle. <laughs> I think they both had a really yeah. good preseason. Offensively, I don't know. Who would you go? Ah, Shy Smith. Uh, Baker could easily take it because he's looked the yeah. best. Of, like we needed that position, but I mm-hmm. feel like Shai Smith was kind of on the border of making this roster, and I think honestly, I think right now he deserves a slot to, a spot. Yeah, I, I'm fine. I agree with that. I think he's he's had a really good preseason and has earned himself a spot on this team for sure. Because between his off season, you know, the legal troubles he had. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, which may still be ongoing, I'm not sure. Um, between that and then just the really a lot of talent on the wide receiver core, him making this roster was not a guarantee. And in fact, no. preseason, we, we thought he probably wasn't going to make the roster. So pretty pretty happy for him. And again, he's, he's played really well. Um, all right. Do you want to do a quick hero and zero for this game? Sure. Okay. Uh, My hero is just going to be Baker. Uh, Again, we saw what we needed to see from him uh, in this game. Very excited about the future with him. So he will be my hero. 
Uh, he's yeah. going to be my hero, too. I okay. I feel so much confidence going into the season with him as a starting quarterback after this game because I saw zero mistakes from him. I saw him fit a ball mm-hmm. into tight coverage. I saw him make the right reads. I saw him accurate. I feel comfortable. I mean, that, yeah. that's all I could say. It's, I, feel, I now feel so much better about the quarterback position. I thought we saw every good thing he can do except go deep in this game because we yeah. just didn't see a deep ball. Uh, the, but they didn't really need one. So, uh, All right, zeros for this game. I'm going Terrace Marshall. Uh, this is a game where he had every opportunity and didn't do anything. So Terrace Marshall is my zero. Yeah. I am going to go Chuba Hubbard. Uh Four carries, four yards. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. And, and we're expecting him to step up being with the first team, and he was going against the second team of Buffalo Bills. You, you can't be averaging one yard per carry. Yeah, with our starting offensive line. So not, uh, not very good. Jerry, that's uh, one yard per carry. I did the math real quick for you. Boom. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, I think that's going to do it, Jerry. All right. Well, I want to thank everyone for listening. If you like the show, please let your friends know. Please follow us on Twitter at Podcast. If you have any questions or comments, you can email us at mailbag at MeowMakesPodcast.com. And if you leave us a five-star review with a comment on Apple Podcasts, we'll read it on our show. We also would like to thank our sponsors that we forgot to do, Manscaped Dad. For. Oh, we didn't forget it. We didn't forget it. <laughs> we just saved it till the end. yeah cvdx.com and manscape check them out um promo code meow mix for manscape promo code meow for cvdx uh all right um we will be back uh a few times before we do our uh preview for cleveland we've got some fun things planned Uh, we're gonna go through the schedule uh we're gonna make our predictions for the season we're going to do you know some player predictions, things like that. Um, So stay tuned there. We'll be back uh, very shortly. And until then, oh, Jerry, happy birthday. Sorry, I meant to tell you that at the beginning of the podcast. Happy birthday to Jerry. Uh, Jerry will be at the uh, Charlotte FC game tonight. So if you happen to see him out there, say hello. Yes. Uh, And until next time, everybody stay safe out there and keep pounding. (laughs) 